Hello, and welcome to another episode of BMW Pod. It's been a while. I have been away with a back injury that's prevented me from sitting down for periods of time longer than 15 to 20 minutes. That said, I'm back, it's the new year, and it's time to get going. Remember that you can support our show at patreon.com slash bmwpod. Any support goes a long way and we would greatly appreciate it. There are varying tiers with varying rewards, so go check it out. Okay. Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to talk about the things that you can expect in the coming weeks and months from BMW Pod. After this episode, the next episode is going to be a deep dive into the M235 and 228i and basically discuss how I would build it, how you should build it, what options you should look for, what you should look for on the test drive to follow our X1 episode. After that, we're going to be going into the X3 and the three series after that. Um, we're probably going to take a break somewhere in between there to talk about my thoughts on the four series, both the M440 and the 430, and where I, what, what I think about that car. Um, and we're going to talk about the new 48-volt mild hybrid system on a separate episode um, dedicated only to that to explain how it works, why it's good, why it's bad, and what I think could be improved about it. Um, that said, let's get into the episode. Okay, so our first category is the best BMW model year change or improvement. This award goes to the BMW that showed the most amount of improvements without getting a full update um, in that year. So uh, the new X5, if this were 2018 or 19 or whatever, wouldn't be uh, eligible for that award because it's a new chassis, new design. This goes only to an LCI car or a car that received a model year update, not a complete update. Okay. Um, there are a lot of cars that have been refreshed for this year um, in minor ways. Um, for instance, the removal of auto start stop and the addition of the uh, mild hybrid system in a lot of BMWs. The 2027 series got an LCI. There, there are all sorts of things uh, that have been changed recently. But in my opinion, the most improved award definitely goes to the 5 Series LCI for 2021. The changes made to 2020 were nice, including iDrive 7 is standard. However, the improvements made to 2021 stand far and ahead above that. While we did lose things like dynamic handling on the 530 and 530e cars, we gained so much in the styling departments. I think that the, the 5 Series finally looks like a luxury car again. Um, it's elegant. It's sporty. The only thing that I don't like about it are the base wheels, and I nobody gets those anyway, so who cares? Um, it's, it's a much better car design-wise. The taillights look far better. They look modern. They look like something you could actually buy now in 2021. And it's just excellent. The perforated Sensatec faux leather is fantastic and absolutely something that BMW should have done a long time ago. I don't know why this wasn't available, but the perforated Sensatec is a fantastic addition. The new front grille combines modern styling elements from the Sevet series with new and, and sort of more classy elements from the 5 series and the 3 series below it. It's absolutely a fantastic LCI visually moving inside of the car. We just got some nicer touch materials as opposed to just more basic plastics. You get a little glossier materials 
on some of the buttons like auto H and the emergency brake and things like that, which are really, really actually quite nice as I don't personally think that a car that costs uh, as much as the 5 Series does should be having quite so many uh, basic surfaces. iDrive 7 is standard, of course, with navigation and all the things you would expect at this tier of luxury vehicle. The, the car remains a fantastic car to drive, balancing sporty intentions with luxury intentions. And I just, I think this is by far the best LCI BMW has released in a long time. Did I mention that the car got a larger touchscreen? It got a lar larger touchscreen um, for 2021 as well, in addition to the 48-volt mild hybrid system on the 540. Overall, this was a fantastic change, and I'm really, 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 really happy to see BMW making waves for the 5 Series, as I think it is largely one of the more ignored BMW models in recent history. Um, I think the 5 Series started on top and then just rapidly plummeted um, for the 2019 model year and even the 2020 model year. They, they've they been kind of, kind of underperforming in my opinion, but now the 5 Series is back where it's supposed to be. Um, and if it's any consolation, they're selling like absolute hotcakes. So clearly BMW did something right. This award goes to the best BMW alternative. So say you want a BMW, you like how our cars handle, you like the way our cars are a good mix of luxury intentions with sport with, with a more heavy focus on sporty and good driving dynamics. Um, but you don't want a BMW for perhaps you don't have a BMW dealership near you. You don't want a German car. You don't want a BMW. You want something else. Or perhaps you've had a lot of BMWs and you just want something new. Or maybe you have an M3 or something and you want a different car. You want something else. And you want a similar a car with similar intentions, a similar mindset, and a similar approach to uh, design. Um, and that award is the easiest one I could possibly think of for this. I've, I've, in, in, if you asked me in a couple, a couple years ago, maybe five years ago, I would have had a harder time. I think the Julia Quadrifoglio, um, has a lot of those intentions, um, along with the normal Julia TI and the Stelvio even. Um, but I think that award clearly, I don't think that award gets to go to Alfa Romeo right now as they are kind of not sure what they want to do. I feel like. Um, they build one car and it does some things well and other things not so well. Um, I think the Alfa Romeo right now is still a compromise, great driving dynamics, a choice of two, one, one okay engine and one fantastic engine and, um, questionable at best reliability with a average interior and average technology and potentially, um, just not as much of a compelling option as other cars in this segment. That said, I think this year it is not the case. The 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 Hyundai, I'm I'm putting air quotes on that, Genesis G70 is by far the best BMW alternative on the market. It has all of the DNA that I would expect out of a BMW competitor. It has a, lux a luxurious interior with a fair price point and a focus on driving dynamics. I've driven both the four and six cylinder Genesis G70s. And if I wasn't interested in BMWs, and if I didn't have a BMW, or if I wasn't in the market for a BMW, or even if I was in the market for something else, 
the Genesis G70 would absolutely be the car I personally drive new. The 3.3 liter six cylinder engine is absolutely fantastic. It makes about 370 horsepower and is just, it's a riot. I love that engine. Um, Genesis and, and the Hyundai group, as it were, got it quite, quite right with this car. The engine is not even the best part of the car, I don't think. I think the handling dynamics are very reminiscent of German performance, as it were. Um, the car is extremely obedient. It has good good steering with excellent handling. It's obedient. It's available in rear or all-wheel drive. And there's a four-cylinder option with a manual. And I, I can't sit, think of what more you could possibly want on a vehicle in this price point and category. It's fairly priced and it's quite competitively priced. And I would say that if you are in the market for a uh, mid to compact sedan and either can't afford or don't want to get a BMW, an Audi or a Mercedes, the Genesis G70 is absolutely the car to get. There aren't many of them on the road. The dealer network sucks. They need to improve on it. Um, but Genesis really is the, the promise that they are offering of a lower and affordable price point with very little concessions made to their vehicles is absolutely correct. The benefits that they have from being government funded um, by their the South Korean government and their access to being one of the biggest suppliers of in-house steel absolutely is a savings that is given directly to their customers. And I absolutely endorse the Genesis cars in general um, as a concept. The Genesis G70 is fantastic. I haven't driven the GV80. I haven't driven the new um, G, G80 or the G90, um, hopefully soon. Um, but I absolutely can recommend the G70 in every way. Um, if you have the opportunity, opportunity to buy one, please do that. It is an excellent car. Okay. The third category is the best new BMW you can buy in 2021 on a budget. Now, the term budget is quite subjective. Um, so a better question might be best entry level BMW. Um, so of the of the cars that you could purchase as a reasonable first BMW, what do I think is the best one? Now, this is kind of a loaded question again, because uh, budget for you could mean an M340. Uh, budget for you could mean an X2. Um, budget for you could even mean a base 228i. Um, it doesn't. It's it's different for everybody. Um, and this this award I think has to go to only one car um, that's been out for this is its second model year. Um, and I think it's the easiest choice I could possibly make um, for this award. Um, the best BMW for drivers on a budget, in my opinion, um, and cover your ears purists uh, for, for new cars, is the BMW M235i. Um, if you are here to drive a car um, and and enjoy it and drive it hard, drive it fast, um, the M235i is absolutely the car for you. Um, I know a lot of automotive journalists, especially the more puristy kinds, um, absolutely reject what this car is. They say, buy a Corolla, buy this or that. No, um, this is not comparable to that. That's insane. 
I don't under like it's 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 a bad comparison. But like, yes, it is definitely not what we're used to. It's not my preference for how a BMW would be set up. But for the price that these cars lease out at um, all over the world, is it, this car is an obvious choice for those looking to get into their first BMW. The M235i, again, I'm not going to talk numbers because your region may vary uh, quite quite significantly, and this is a podcast for everybody. Um, the M235i is quite affordable as compared to pretty much everything else. Of course, there is the 228i below it, which will be even more affordable, um, but the 235i is my pick because I think it's a better value. It represents a much more competent package, and I think the 228i is a harder sell as it really just isn't that exciting to drive unless you're going around a corner constantly, which not everybody is. Um, I like the 228i's handling, especially if you get M Sport with performance tires. But I think the M235i is the absolute sweet spot. It's affordable to lease, it's affordable to finance, and um, if you can find a good deal, it's absolutely worth being your first BMW to get into. Now, another uh, answer that I could give um, is potentially, um, and you probably don't want to hear this, is the GR Supra 2 liter. Um, it sounds terrible. It is. It has plenty of power. It's quick. It's fun to drive. Um, the six-cylinder is better, but I think the Supra 2 liter is a reasonable car. They have some issues they need to sort out, so don't buy one yet, um, but I consider that a BMW. Um, and it is, it is definitely not that expensive as compared to the, uh, 60 plus thousand United States dollars for EO. Um, that's kind of a fringe pick. I, I wouldn't suggest a Supra being your first BMW brand car, but if you wanted it, it's there as well. Um, but yeah, the 235i absolutely wins best new BMW on a relative budget, uh, by far for me. Okay, so the next award is the best recent BMW on a budget. So this is BMWs that you can buy today, now, used uh, from the past two or so years. So we're going to say 2018, 19, and 20 models that have miles on them. For the most part, we're really talking about 2018 models um, because only there are only like a total of very few uh, 2019 BMWs that have like come in off lease for pre-owned cars. Um, but there, there are plenty of 2018s that you can find in dealers and uh, such places now. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. So I think this comes down to two cars, um, and I think we're going to weigh the weigh the options. The first one is the X3 M40. The X3 M40 is an excellent performance SUV. It makes all the right noises, it's fast, it's loud, it handles well, especially with the M Sport differential. It's just an excellent car. Um, it's the first SUV we put the B58 in, and it's just it's just excellent. I, I, I cannot praise the X3 M40 enough. That said, the thing it's competing with also has the B58, and this is the F22 M340 and M340i. This car is available in pretty much every flavor you could possibly want, and uh, you can get it with all-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, automatic, manual, however you want it, except manual and all-wheel drive. That isn't available. Uh, that said, um, the F22 M240, I think, has to win this because it really is a classic BMW 
redesigned and engineered for the modern era. So it has some modern safety technology, modern modern things like Bluetooth audio and uh, navigation and, and comfortable new modern technology, but with that classic BMW rear-wheel drive inline straight-six engine, it makes fantastic bangs, bangs and pops. It's fast, like four seconds to 60 miles an hour. It handles amazingly. It was built for back roads. It was built to drive fast. And it was it was built to be a car that you connect with and um, can still drive every day. And for that, I think the F22 M340 has to win the best recent BMW on a budget. These cars can be had uh, at very affordable and competitive prices. And I can't think of a car I'd rather drive every day um, if I had to drive a car in this segment than the F22 M340. I think I'd rather have it than the Supra. I'd rather have it than almost anything else in this segment. Um, of course, I am biased because I did have um, a Shadow Sportline F22 uh, 2015, so that doesn't help my case necessarily. But I think this is a fantastic car, and if you're in if you're in the market um, for a BMW Coupe, this is honestly the one I would suggest above all others. It doesn't have the scariness of a E92 M3. It doesn't have the issues of a pre-N55 um, twin turbo N54-335, and it has all of the right combination of things to just be an excellent driver's car. Um, and honestly, I can't think of anything majorly wrong with it. Um, I can think of some things that some people may not like, such as the ride quality and things like that. But I think uh, the F22 M240i is just an excellent car, and... Um, you pretty much can't go wrong with it. Okay, so this is the final award that I have. The BMW of the year. This award goes to a BMW that is the best at being a BMW. Now, you might say, well, Mark, that's stupid. All BMWs are BMWs. Yes and no. As much as I like the M235i, or the 2 Series in general, or as much as I like an X2, or whatever it may be. The X2 could never win best BMW of the year. It, it's just impossible because it doesn't follow the recipe of what makes a BMW excellent. It's a good car in its own right, but it's a good car compared to the Audi Q3, right? But I don't think they're good cars or they're, they're the best BMW can do. Um, I, think, I think they are entirely something else and that may sound sacrilegious um but as excellent as those cars are they aren't they aren't a modern interpretation of a classic bmw they're their own thing there are a couple cars that you could put in for this award the new m3 which you can't drive yet so that doesn't really count you could say potentially m2 competition you could say X5M, X6M. Uh, maybe, maybe you could say, I don't know, M8 competition. But I don't think so. I think the BMW of the year has to be the M2CS. Yes, it's limited production. Yes, it is expensive. However, the recipe of carbon fiber with carbon ceramic brakes, adaptive suspension, and an M3 engine 
in a car as small as the an M2, I don't think you can go wrong. I don't think you can do any better than that. And I think the M2 CS is possibly my favorite BMW ever. There's going to be a defined uh, BMW pod episode about it coming soon. Um, I've driven it quite a bit. It's just outrageous. I love it. I love it so much. Um, I I love the S55. I like the S58 more, but I love the S55. And this is the best S55 car that BMW has ever made by a long shot. This car is an absolute joy to drive. Adaptive suspension means it's the most most easy to drive everyday M2 that exists, despite its 444 horsepower, despite its carbon fiber, despite its racy intentions. The M2 CS is the BMW of the year for me. Um, this car is available with a double clutch automatic transmission or a manual transmission. It is the driver's car of the year for me as well. I can't think of anything that I would rather drive um, in pretty much every situation than an M2 CS. Um, I haven't driven the automatic yet, but I don't need to. Um, we, I, I'm going to be able to drive a race spec one somewhat soon. Um, so I'll probably rave about that shortly. Uh, but I absolutely love the M2CS. If you are listening and for some reason you are given the opportunity to purchase an M2CS, just do it. Just do it. It's, it's the only BMW I would consider, um, it's the only rear-wheel drive M car I would consider buying right now. Um, this car makes the Supra feel boring. It, it makes it makes the M8 feel civilized. I think it it makes it makes every other car in its class, aside from potentially the RS3, which I have mixed feelings on, uh, feel lame and mundane. Um, it's it's a phenomenal car, and if you are given the opportunity to purchase one, I repeat, just please do it. This is the last hurrah of the N55, and. I absolutely suggest that if you are given the opportunity to get it, you do. Um, so yeah, that is the BMW of the year, the M2 Club Sport. Okay, so that wraps up the best of BMW pod for 2020. These are my awards, my personal opinions. Uh, feel free to agree or disagree. Send me hate on Instagram. Uh, tell me how much you think I'm wrong. Tell me how much you think I'm right. Tell me what you think and comment uh, or DM me on Instagram and tell me what you think uh, the best BMW of the year is. Uh, I am at BMW pod underscore M-A-R-K. Um, so with that, I hope you enjoyed this episode of BMW pod. My name is Mark. Have a good day. Good night and stay safe.